0: All you Nakamas out there, I'm Bree Scali, and I'm Kate Presnahan, and you're listening to Takoyaki Time. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! It's our favorite time of the year, the spooky dookie time, and this is a spooky doopy, <laughs> spooky doopy episode of Takoyaki Time. It's especially spooky. Everything has to do with vampires. I don't know, like everything we chose to talk about for va- Halloween was all vampire related. Even last week. Yeah. So, (laughs) buckle in, (laughs) this year is vampire-themed. Well, I mean, as we discussed, there
1: is a decided lack of horror anime out there. Yeah. Like, the the Japanese are very, very good at horror movies. You know, you have Ringu and Audition and, like, all these really great movies, and it doesn't seem to find its way
0: into anime at all. No, it sucks. We talked about this with friends, too. They also share our ideas of how bad anime handles horror and it's such a bummer because i feel like it would be a really good genre to fit with anime but yeah well we'll
1: we'll have to see how that jinji ito anthology works and i mean we have yami shibai Mm -hmm. and it seems to be kind of like anthology like short stories Mm -hmm. that that i don't know we'll
0: Well, we'll get into it yeah we'll We'll, get into it we'll get into Uh, it we'll get
1: into it anyway halloween how excited are you
0: I'm uh, very excited. My power levels are over 9,000. My
1: power levels are pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> um, was, that,
0: was that a Dragon Ball Z character? Because they were all named after food. They so. are. So
1: there's, like, there's, what, kale and broccoli and... and...
0: Are you just naming vegetables well, and I'm just naming Dragon Ball Z characters? No, I think, I'm
1: pretty sure kale was a Dragon Ball Z character and Broly is named after broccoli. Yeah. Other, anyway, I've never other really people. watched Dragon Ball Z, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> Someday. We'll Someday. have Zach on to talk about it because he's a very, very, very big fan. and he That'd be a great. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I remember <laughs> this is a bit of uh, going off topic, but I remember like the most Dragon Ball Z I've ever watched, I think, was when I was in Mexico with my family. And we were it was my brother and sister and I in the hotel room watching TV and all that was available for cartoons was in Spanish. So mm-hmm. we watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z in Spanish. Interesting. Which honestly in a foreign language probably made more well as much sense as it would have made in English. Right, right. I mean, you can like tell when
1: they're yelling and when they're fighting and that's
0: really all they yeah. you need, right? Yeah, there's there's a lot of yelling and that's a universal <laughs> thing. That reminds me of last fall it was when Alyssa, Christina
1: and I were in Universal Studios and one night we were there we were just so so tired. We literally watched Diners, drive-ins, and dives for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you just go to sleep? Well, because it was, like, pathetically early. It, we started at, like, maybe, like, 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> so we watched it from maybe, like, <laughs> 6 o'clock until midnight and then we went to bed but we were like too tired to go out and do anything else but it was too early to actually go to sleep so we just watched triple d see i
0: i'm into it i I would have joined you absolutely that sounds like my kind of evening. it was amazing and you know how i feel about guy fieri I am well aware. I'm a big fan,
1: in case anybody
0: doesn't know. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm still working on my uh, Slice of Life anime rendition of Guy Fieri.
1: Oh, man.
0: I'm so into that.
1: Yeah, if you haven't listened to uh, Cut Print Fieri, it's one of our better episodes ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think a real gem came out of that one and i'm gonna i'm gonna milk that money cow for as long as possible absolutely because, yeah that's gonna be my thing from now on and uh any japanese directors out there that want to work with me i'm available i would really like to do a guy Fieri ha- uh halloween costume too
1: oh i totally saw a guy Fiori cosplayer i forget it was this year or last year at new york comic-con but it was one of them
0: <laughs> you didn't tell me
1: I must have. I must have told you. Did oh, no, a... it was, I remember what it was. It was in between the two things. It was last packs.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. Did they have, like, a spiky wig? Yeah.
1: Yeah, spiky wig and a goatee and, like, a barbecuing apron and grilling
0: utensils. That's fantastic. It was
1: amazing.
0: So you know, sometimes the internet really gets to me and I get kind of bummed out. And then sometimes just something really, really good happens because of it. hmm
1: I'm like proud. how Guy
0: Fieri is like a living meme now. Yeah.
1: Not that he <laughs> ever wasn't a living meme, but now we've embraced him for what he is.
0: Yeah, like He's is a like, living
1: work of art. He's like the Shrek of Food Network. Well, yeah, he is like the Shrek of Food Network. Except, I don't know, like he's never presented, like he's always been just like a jolly dude. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I guess like during the California wildfires, he's like been barbecuing for people
0: he's just like been cooking for people I don't know he's just so nice that's very sweet that's a good way to pitch in yep with really good really fattening barbecue so
1: good they gotta get that protein they do the firefighters need protein Mm. anyway speaking of cosplayers and costumes (laughs) what are you gonna be for Halloween this year Kate
0: well much like you do I have three Halloween parties to go to this year Mm Bree I know we're very busy for our Halloween we don't fuck (laughs) around we we already went to one last week, and I was Doctor Forrester from Mystery Science Theater three thousand, and a few people recognized me. Generally, I went unrecognized, but that's okay.
1: Until you took your jacket off, and then you were Newt from Pacific Rim.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Doctor Forrester wears just like a gray button up shirt and a black tie underneath his green jacket, and when you roll up the sleeves on that, and you have like the frizzed out brown hair, you look a bit like Newt from. Pacific room especially and like I... with your glasses yeah and... with my glasses yeah. and my very adorable face much like charlie day Mm-hmm. you have a very so... charlie day face yeah it was it was a good convertible costume i just needed like <laughs> a tattoo sleeve of kaiju
1: yeah that would have been awesome you could totally yeah. cosplay newt
0: i might try that sometime since i've got most of the basics
1: i'm so excited for the the sequel it's
0: and what so were you f- what were you for that
1: what was i for that kate you were was, like, like
0: a Gothic fairy forest witch.
1: Yeah. Um the way I described it to Justin was I'm the goth queen that teenage me always knew I could be.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You gotta set your goals high.
1: Yeah. Um it was kind of You looked
0: amazing. Oh,
1: thank you. It was just it was like a pared down version of my Ravenstag cosplay. Just it was a low maintenance ravenstag without antlers or a bodice. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well for that party especially like it was kind of like an occult theme mm, mm-hmm. so i think uh next year i'd probably try something a little less cosplay ish a little more like spooky dookie
1: mm, sure and then my party this weekend is going to be yeah. very cosplay heavy
0: yes uh this uh this episode is going up after this party, oh so right unfortunately, right so we're recording, yeah, we're recording it thursday this the party will... is saturday and it's going up probably on Halloween-ish. Surprise! It's a Halloween episode! Surprise! It's official! <laughs> you get to hear it early. So, uh, in our future and your past, this party is coming up. It's at Bree's Place and it's going to be a killer. I super hope so. I'm so anxious about it, but that will be fun.
1: I know. i I took so tomorrow excited. off of work to decorate and clean, <laughs> so, so fucking anxious. Um, but I will be Ellen Ripley from Alien. Awesome very excited i don't know if my patches will show up but even if they don't whatever i don't care (laughs) yeah
0: what's justin gonna be uh
1: he's gonna be jones the cat from alien (laughs) we were gonna make him a xenomorph costume but like between homework like he's still in school so between him doing homework and um just general laziness
0: we never got around to it so he's gonna be jones the cat Frankly, I prefer Jones the Cat for Justin. I think this is the costume he was always meant to wear. Well,
1: and then if I'm not around, like if he ever gets separated from me, he becomes Garfield.
0: (laughs) See, that's also a convertible costume. Yeah. We're going to be going into uh, cosplay tips and tricks at the end of the episode. And that's my first tip is always wear something that is convertible. So you can be one thing and also another if someone doesn't recognize you. (laughs) I like it for your party, I am going to be a Team Rocket Grunt from uh, one of the original Pokemon games. I'm
1: so excited. That sounds like such a comfortable costume.
0: Yeah, uh, yesterday I went to Target and I picked up these uh, foam Pokeballs, and I need to figure out a way to attach them to my belt without um, them looking dumb. How, how attached do you want them to be? Pretty attached. Hot glue? I, not that attached. Not that I want attached. them to be removable. okay? Because I like that belt. Um, hmm. I was thinking Velcro. That's like what I was making suggest, a Velcro strip, but that might so, like I'll figure it out. St- like you have to like stick it to the belt. Yeah, um, I'm thinking. Or I was thinking like a loop. Like I could stick a little Velcro patch on the back of the ball, oh, and yeah. then make a loop of Velcro, yep. and then like
1: I'm crafty. You'll figure it out. Or yeah. like a hook. You could come up with a hook system. That wouldn't be that attached though. <laughs> It's going to be a happy medium yeah. between hot glue and not attached.
0: <laughs> well, your friend showed up to the last party mm. uh, as a Team Rocket boss. Yeah. And I so, yeah. I was so aggravated that I didn't wear that costume. And he had these, like, clip-on uh, Pokeballs, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know existed, except they're very expensive. And oh, no. uh I wanted to buy them, but... Uh, <laughs> like, I want okay. three and I they're $10 think,
1: each. I think that we've peer pressured him into coming to this, this party this weekend as the Team nice. Rocket boss.
0: Excellent. I remember Excellent. being very
1: adamant that he could only come to the party if he dresses the Team <laughs> Rocket boss. So.
0: <laughs> so then what? He and I like take over the Pokemon gym at your apartment? Um. No, he's actually he's Mystic and you're Valor like me. So... Well, I can't affiliate myself with him. Then he's an enemy. He's your boss. He's a boss. It depends on which boss he is. <laughs> I guess he's not your boss then. If he's not Giovanni, then like he's not like the head honcho. He's just like the guy at Silph Co. Or something. And I'm yeah, like, I don't know at if he's like Pokemon specific. Tower.
1: I think Giovanni wore a white suit, right? Did he? I don't remember. I don't remember he either. Might've. Whatever. Doesn't really matter. Here we are. He was a fashionable guy. (laughs) He was a fashionable guy. I told you about my my villain origin story, right? What? No. Oh, my God. Okay. So I was like eight or nine years old, super, super into the Pokemon anime. And it was on every Saturday at 9 a.m. And I don't remember what my family was doing. It might have been like church or something else, but we weren't at home at 9 a.m. So I couldn't watch the new Pokemon every week, no. and I know one we week. One week we, we were driving to our destination, and I was just so fed up. In my mind, I was just like, "This is it. This is the end of the line. I'm a villain now. I'm joining Team Rocket. <laughs> like, fuck this. Fuck this bullshit. I'm I'm gonna be Team
0: Rocket." <laughs> That's a, that's really fair. I think you made the right choice. I think
1: so too. I was just I was over it. If anyone was going to get me to be able to watch Pokemon the day it aired, it was going to be Team Rocket. I, I'm getting what I want.
0: <laughs> I definitely had a lot of those feelings as a kid too, and I wanted to watch my Saturday morning cartoons mm-hmm. or Sunday morning cartoons even. And my parents were like, "No, you need to do yard work." Mm. And I'd be like, "I want to watch Brace Face."
1: Oh my god, Braceface. Braceface was so good. Oh, Braceface. That and like the villains were always my favorite characters.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, yes. when, when I was two years old, I became fixated on Disney's Captain Hook from Peter Pan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fixated. Yep, we've been
0: down this road before. Yep. Have Have we talked about it on the podcast before? I don't know. I know very well your uh your obsession with Captain Hook, but I don't know if the listeners at large are familiar. Okay, well, just in case,
1: um, <laughs> as a toddler, I just fucking loved Captain Hook. I don't know what it was. Uh, my uncle dressed up as Captain Hook for my second birthday party. Aww. And I was upset that uh, Captain Hook mokes which is smokes, but I had a speech impediment. So... <laughs>
0: You were obnoxiously adorable. I was time. so fucking cute. I can't stand it. <laughs>
1: uh, so that's uh, that's Halloween party number two.
0: Halloween, number two out of Halloween, three. Yes.
1: Halloween party number three is the weekend after Halloween. Um, yes. So it is a 1920s spiritualist themed party. I'm just going to be like a dead flapper.
0: That's pretty great. I really like that idea. <laughs> Thank you. I am going to be Satan. The prince oh, of darkness that's himself.
1: right. The Satan. I'm so excited yeah. to see that costume.
0: I've done some very limited previews of this costume. I've been working very hard on it, and I'm extremely excited about it. I saw the strappy bra
1: portion, I think, on your Instagram story.
0: Yeah, uh, the whole outfit was uh, based around the strappy bra. Which is an excellent bra. Hmm. it's uh, uh, anyone who's interested in uh, fancy and expensive lingerie Marley's Deckers has fantastic lingerie in a very wide variety of sizes not sponsored if you're interested Marley's Deckers hit me up I don't know if you want a spot on an anime podcast but you've got hey get that fan service <laughs> get that fan service and those boobies and that bra yeah I definitely bought the bra 100% for cosplay too yeah is it the
1: the loop bra also?
0: Yes. Nice. Yes, it is very nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, those are our those are our Halloween plans. Yep. Hit us up and with I'm any really your of your Halloween plans because we like hearing about them. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Tell us all about the. Tell us. Yeah, uh, I want to know every detail. Yep. So this week, Vampire Week. Vampire Week. So. Uh, you suggested that we watch the Castlevania anime, I- American-made anime on Netflix. I was just
1: going to say, like, does it technically count as an anime if it's produced and animated by American studios? Like,
0: It doesn't count as an anime, but it is anime-inspired. It's, so... very, it's
1: interesting because it's, like, very heavily anime-inspired and, and, like, and the... Japanese game-inspired, but the game... Yeah, the source
0: it's... material is Japanese, yeah. so... But
1: the the source material itself is super, super influenced by, like, Dracula and Bram Stoker and, like, campy 50s horror movies. So it's, like, it's this Mm -hmm. interesting dialogue between the two that I really like. Yeah, it's
0: like a big circle of just things Mm. influencing one another and coming up with more incredible things. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, um, the Castlevania series on Netflix is about a... So, series the is the official official plot overview. A vampire hunter fights to save a besieged city from an army of otherworldly beasts controlled by Dracula himself, inspired by the classic video games, which of course is the uh, the Castlevania series. Uh, and this was specifically inspired by Castlevania 3: Dracula's Revenge, which came out in 1989. And, Kate,
0: have you played any Castlevania games? I have never played a single one. I've watched a couple of them played through, but I've never actually Mm -hmm. touched one with my own hands.
1: I played the one that came out on PS2, and I literally cannot even remember what it was called. (laughs) I have no idea. I'm pretty sure that you played as Alucard, maybe. um, But, I don't know. I liked it. It reminded me of Devil May Cry. And that's all I needed. The games yeah. are, in fact, nothing alike. Devil May Cry and Castlevania. But, you know, <laughs> what did I know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who cares? Who it doesn't cares? matter. Nothing matters.
1: Um, so Castlevania actually is part of the genre um, of, like, early 90s, late 80s video games called Metroidvania games. So mainly, of course, Castlevania and Metroid are, like combined of you control one hero through a really really large and confusing 2d castle uh with like a bunch of hidden rooms which honestly right. today to me sounds like my hell but
0: <laughs> yeah no i was i think that might be why i never played games like that is just it didn't mm-hmm. sound fun at all to me yeah and watching them played through, I'm like, yeah, no, this is the worst. I'd never ever want to try just to do this. They seem like
1: so so hard, and I'm just not that hardcore,
0: you know. No, no, I like my cartoon raccoons. I like my boys with big shoes and keyblades.
1: Yep. Yeah. I like my exactly. Little
0: Italian plumbers had like, their fire
1: flowers. Like just the other day, I was describing how much I liked um, Bioshock Infinite, and I liked it so much because it was like getting on a ride, and I never got lost. I got on a ride, and I did all of these things, and it ushered me through the game. You know, like, that's what I like.
0: Sometimes it's all you need to just have a good time.
1: And, like, don't get me wrong, I really like open world stuff, and I like being able to explore. But, like, sometimes just, like, something really linear that isn't trying to trick me is what I need.
0: I mean, I personally have a lot of trouble uh, beating some games because it just gets stuck somewhere, and there's just no way for me to get out. And, like... There were games before I knew how to use the internet like on my Game Boy Advance or like on Nintendo that I'd just get trapped and I'd have no idea how to get out. I wouldn't know what to look for or who to ask and I'd just be like, well, I guess I'll just never play this game again. Oh
1: man, you remember guidebooks? You'd have to like buy a whole guidebook (laughs) to figure stuff out. Yep. Thank God for the internet. (laughs)
0: God bless the internet. So uh, anyway, did you get a chance to watch this? I did. I uh, watched three episodes last night and one episode this morning. Nice. What did you think? Um, well, I watched it. I liked parts of it Mm -hmm. a lot. There were some parts that were kind of jarring and some that were kind of just a little boring for me. But, sure. I mean, overall, it was it was four episodes long. So yeah. it wasn't like it was a huge time sink. It doesn't
1: feel like a whole series. It feels like the introduction no. to a series. like Absolutely. Like, it feels yeah. like they made these four episodes as a pitch. To be like, okay, here's what we want to make. Are you interested? Yeah. Which is, like, kind of what happened. So, like, they make this first series. It's four episodes. It's well-received. And now the second series is gonna be I think twelve episodes, so oh, nice. like that's gonna be like where the real story is, you know,
0: yeah, I remember while I was watching it thinking like this just seems like a like a pilot this seems like a pilot, yeah, like
1: all four episodes they feel like like a prologue, yes, like they're they're getting you introduced, they're getting you used to the world, and I really wish that they had like made a larger first season, but I think what they did like was really kind of cool like the animation was great um the the demons were really cool that one demon with like the blue fangs yeah it was i don't know yeah it was some just of the really designs cool. were
0: really really cool garbo oh i
1: lost you so hard that's okay you just Ugh. you paused and i thought you were just like thinking really intently on something <laughs> <laughs> no my internet just went so anyway um,
0: Yes, you were talking about. Uh, last thing I remember was you were talking about the cool
1: monster with the oh, blue eyes. Oh yeah, demon with like the blue fangs, blue eyes. It reminded me a lot of Attack the Block. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. Um, it no, reminded I have. Of the alien in that movie, which I loved so much. Um, cool. And I thought the animation was really cool because it was all like, I'm pretty sure it was all hand animated.
0: Oh yeah, it was definitely all hand animated. Most things are hand animated as long as it's like a two D drawing. But, uh, like, certain parts of it were, like, they clearly saved their budget for very specific moments. Like, uh, some of the fight scenes were so fluid and well-choreographed, they looked stunning. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And a lot, of it, a
0: lot of it was just, like, people talking at each other, but the moment they hit those really beautifully animated fight scenes, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's rad. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Yes. So, anyway, I guess this has been in the works since literally 2005. The show has been in development hell. Yeah, for a super, super long time. So, they started the talks in 2005. They acquired the rights in 2007. And then they were just in development hell for, like, I don't know, eight years or something. Oh, no. Um, So, in the end, it ended up being a deal between Powerhouse, the original team um federator which did like adventure time and a bunch of other shows that i'm sure you're all super into and (laughs) netflix and they kind of came up with this four episode season that was supposed to go straight to dvd but then netflix was like nah fuck that put it on our streaming service (laughs) (laughs) what our dvd yeah (laughs) Yeah, totally um and richard Amitage was the voice of trevor
0: Yeah, I saw that in the credits at one point. I was like, "Whoa, really!" I
1: just found that out today, and it completely blew my mind.
0: (laughs) Yeah, one of the things that was a little jarring to me, especially right off the bat, was how much swearing is in it. Yeah, and for me, swear like I swear a lot for sure, and I don't mind swearing generally, but when it's in a show, like it's intentional. Like they wrote that, and then someone had to act it, and then they had to edit it, like every single word in a script has a very specific like it's been there for a long time and it, it stayed there for a long time yeah. and like thinking that someone kept like oh this fucking shit oh you're a piece of fucking garbage like just like it, it always kind of bothered me when it was something like that like the first couple issues of kick-ass when i read them like i was totally put off by it because every other speech bubble was a swear and i was like mm-hmm. But that's not, like, I swear a lot, but I don't swear that much, and it just, it seems a little off-putting.
1: Um, yeah, especially in, like, that first episode when they're in the tavern, Yeah, and, like, that whole exchange felt, um, I don't know, it felt, like, very crass and, like, very Western, and, like, it wasn't what I was expecting from an anime, but then again, like, this isn't an anime, like we were saying.
0: Yeah, true, but it's also, like, mm, like it feels like, hey,
1: this is a grown-up cartoon.
0: (laughs) It felt kind of like it was trying a little too hard to be like, oh, we're grown-up. It's gonna be like boobies and blood everywhere. I mean, there weren't any boobies, unfortunately, but there was a lot of blood, which I didn't mind. I don't mind the gore so much because it is—it's a horror. It's kind of like a horror theme. Yeah, so that's fine. I mean, and it's like, not... Just the swearing just feels so juvenile. It's not, yeah,
1: it's not that you mind the swearing, it's the, the writing that goes behind the swearing, which is kind of just like, yeah. like you said, juvenile.
0: Yeah. It's like, who gives a shit? Like, just say what you want to say and don't have, like, you don't need to say fuck in between every other word. It's fine. It's, I'll believe you that you're an adult, even if you don't say fuck in between every other word.
1: Well, I don't fucking believe but... you.
0: My uh, like stars and garters... <laughs> So, I mean, that was the like the first thing that kind of off put me. And then the second thing that was like an overall kind of arcing thing was I totally side with Dracula on this. Oh, yeah. Everyone completely. else is a piece of shit. Dracula is the only one that makes sense. And I'm like, go for it. Kill everyone on this stupid place. Like they deserve it. They're the worst. I mean, yep.
1: Yep, completely. I don't have any counterpoints to that. Um <laughs> alucard seems really cool i don't yeah i don't know why he wants to stop his dad from avenging his mom but you know what are you gonna I, do yeah. I,
0: don't know, I guess because someone needs to be the hot half vampire on the team yep that is that is a fact that is going to be a running theme for the night
1: actually the hot and half like, vampire
0: I, I like trevor but it's like he's i like the fact that he's like oh whatever fuck everyone they all excommunicated me and they tore my family to shreds bah. and then he's like but i have to help humanity and i'm like why they've done nothing but you're you like shit this whole time i like that he is
1: um like a kind of incompetent
0: i love that you know <laughs> i think that's really fun like the first episode that he was in and he was like trying to be cool at the bar and he just kept getting his ass beat i thought that was really fun
1: it was really funny yeah
0: (laughs) see that's the kind of humor that i like (laughs) yeah and that's the kind of hero that i like like someone that's not perfect like he's good at what he does but he's also kind of like down on his luck and not having a great time and he's He's, not happy about anything he's like Jon
1: snow but like way more realistic i'm gonna pretend i understand i was just gonna
0: say except you don't watch game of thrones so you completely (laughs) don't get that reference I don't so I'm sure most of the people who listen to that do understand yeah yeah so so hey all you Game of
1: Thrones fans out there like you you know you know what I'm saying right
0: you know the entire rest of the world yeah yeah, they probably get it oh man oh those books are so good
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh uh now I'm just mad that I can never read Winds of Winter because it's never going to come out
0: I'm sorry, anyway, thank you. I appreciate. That. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, certain parts of it were really cool. like, um, I'm trying to think all of a sudden, what was cool? I like the speakers, they were kind of cool. Mm,
1: yeah, they were cool. Um, so here's here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking that they could have done. Do a ninety minute OVA. Or like a, like a 60 minutes, 60, 75 minute OVA, like this whole story, one thing. Like one
0: yeah. long
1: episode, <clears throat> short movie. You know what I mean? like um, I agree. And then have the series for the rest. Like if you want to showcase your animation, your story, like what do you want to do? Like you want to do this pitch? We well, don't necessarily need the four episodes to do it
0: yeah a lot of it like a lot of the plot in the four episodes was like trevor talking to the speakers and trying to get them out of this town and then like you understanding that the church is full of people who hate for no reason like it's it was a lot of repetition over and over again um
1: yeah like and then the the end of the series or end of the season didn't really feel like there was a big resolution to any any overarching storyline like you kind of get like the end of like this myth of the hero under the city and all that, but that didn't really feel momentous at all. No,
0: yeah, they find Alucard, and then Trevor and Alucard immediately get into a fight without like even understanding uh, each other at all. I mean, all and they, they need to stop fighting, know... and then they're like, "I guess we're together now. Let's go d- defeat Dracula." I mean, I guess like, like, all they really needed the to know was
1: Alucard was part vampire. Trevor is a Belmont. Belmont and vampires hate one another, you know, like that's yeah, perfect.
0: There you go. Um, but it was it was really just filler at that part. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that was like the, the culmination of the, the air quote season. Yeah. Was them fighting. And it was a really cool fight. It was really beautiful. Yeah. But
0: it, it was very good looking. I mean, there was one shot. My, my least favorite thing in some animated shows when there's a fight is when someone is watching the fight from like the sideline mm-hmm. and you see a shot from behind the person viewing it and then you see the two people fighting in front of them as they're like talking to one another they did that in this and i was like this, oh, it's so lame because <laughs> they're just like having a conversation but also like moving really quickly at one another and like yeah. slashing at each other and i'm just like oh i, I mean just, that's I need the, like the movement i needed to look cooler and not like someone's watching a sparring match that's anime my dude i know um they do such a good job
1: fun fun fact though i guess they had they made a conscious choice that trevor was going to be ambidextrous right like he could pick up (laughs) a sword or whatever with either hand because like he's a versatile versatile kind of fighter right um Uh and alucard is right-handed like super strictly right-handed but like there were a few times in the animation that they had like accidentally switched his hand like somebody forgot it just kind of like worked with the choreography that way and yeah. the uh the japanese i forget who the video game i think it's capcom um don't tweet at me if i'm wrong i don't care um, <laughs> they they were just like hey you need to make sure that alucard is right-handed he is like strictly right-handed no left hand <laughs> Like, stop doing this. So This they, is the
0: canon. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is the canon. You have to stick to it. So there were, like, sticky notes, like, post-its on animators' computers. Like, Alucard is right-handed. Like, like so. <laughs> you have to remember.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. Because I, I forget that shit all the time, too. I have to, re- like, if I'm drawing a comic and I need to remember continuity and... Like oh, this pencil was in my left hand, but now it's in my right. Whoops! Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it is hard to keep track of it sometimes. So that's that's hilarious. Castlevania. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll watch the rest of it when it comes out. I was, I certainly was entertained by it, and I liked enough of it to like continue watching. Yeah, it. Yeah, so. I'm definitely
1: looking forward to the next season. I want to see them expand yeah. on the world and do more.
0: Mm. I, I and, absolutely agree because they stuck with one town this whole season and I was like, but there's so much more happening. There's so much more death and yeah. destruction to look at. And
1: I 100% have faith that they will have that point of like, well Dracula's kind of right. Like the the church, like clearly we He's saw totally that. totally right. We saw that just in these four episodes. The church is hella corrupt. Hella yeah, corrupt. the worst. And I think that they'll have that conversation. I think that will be a thing. Like 100%.
0: Yeah, I mean, they clearly went out of their way to make Dracula a sympathetic villain. Mm, like, mm-hmm. unbelievable. Like, th- not even a villain, it feels like. Like, the actual hero of the show. Like,
1: I mean, uh, an antagonist doesn't need to be a villain, you know? Like, he is just what yeah. is working against the protagonist, Trevor, yeah. who just, like, is a human and doesn't want to die. And Dracula wants to <laughs> kill all humans. Like, that's really all you need.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Although I do have to say, uh, I, as little as I know about Castlevania, I am a little sad that they didn't go with a story with Simon Belmont, who is one of the other Belmont, uh, House of Belmont dudes. And I just like him the most because he is such a leather daddy. Oh! Have you ever looked at his design before? Oh, it's the best design I've ever seen.
1: Oh my Listen, god. Dudes,
0: yeah. If anyone wants to cosplay Simon Belmont and then tweet at me and you actually look really good, let me know. Because uh, it's the best. This is amazing. <laughs> so, so, many wits. next Castlevania series, if they keep going and they want to do another one, please do something with Simon Belmont.
1: Uh, Castlevania just has some really great character design. For real. Speaking of cre- great character design, though. Transition. Uh, trigger.
0: Tra- that that was a great transition.
1: Thank you. It was so natural because I was just I was looking at the Simon Belmont Google image search. and I was just like, wow. I really wish that I was looking at Vampire Hunter D right now.
0: <laughs> so we have vampires. We've got death and destruction. We've got Dracula's. We've got uh. We've got twelve thousand d- years hunting. in the future. <laughs> yeah, we've got science meets fantasy again. Wow, Castlevania and Vampire Hunter D are extremely similar. Anyway. We watched Vampire Hunter D the other day. Specifically Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust,
1: the uh, 2000 movie. (laughs) Yeah, the the
0: year 2000 movie.
1: Because the original movie did not age as well as this one has. (laughs) I have
0: not seen the original one. I would like to someday, but uh, I first saw Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust in like, I think 2005? And I hadn't watched it since, so it was basically like seeing it for the first time. Dude,
1: this me. movie was amazing. I had never seen yeah. it before, and it just completely blew my mind.
0: I definitely didn't appreciate it as much the first time, because I remember watching it as a teenager and thinking, like, eh. And <laughs> now... Looking back, I'm like, you stupid idiot. This movie is amazing. This movie was the tits.
1: I loved (laughs) it. It
0: was the tits. It was so good. It
1: was bonkers in, like, the best way conceivable. (laughs) Like, I don't even know where to start with this movie.
0: Let me... Since you went over the Castlevania plot, let me talk about Vampire Hunter D. Please, activate. (laughs) Vampire Hunter D is a story that takes place... Uh, is it 12,000 years in the future? Well, it's technically
1: 10,000 years in the future. future. It's like 12,000 AD, I think.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. So anyway, the story is based on uh, Hideyuki Kikuchi's Vampire Hunter D novel series. And it's based on uh, the third novel of the series, which is like 27 books long, I think. I am super, crazy.
1: super hyped to read these books. They actually get really yeah. good reviews. Like even the, the Yeah, English I really want to read them.
0: So, uh, so the fir- I, I have never seen the first movie, so I can't speak on how it relates to the second one. But uh, Bloodlust is about this half-vampire, half-man, or Dunpear, named Dee, who has become a bounty hunter who hunts vampires to kind of help save humanity who are being hunted by vampires because they're food. There's a lot of
1: self-loathing going on. (laughs) A lot of (laughs) self-loathing.
0: It's poor Dee. But uh, we'll get to that in but a bit. So uh, he's hired for a job to save this woman, Charlotte, from a vampire who kidnapped her. And her family her family hired d to find her and save her and he is also up against another set of bounty hunters who are also after the same woman and they're just trying to find her at the same time turns out this woman is actually desperately in love with the vampire who supposedly kidnapped her and he's desperately and in love with her they have a beautiful love it, ugh, it's a sweet beautiful love Breaks my heart and you end up rooting for the vampire and the woman to get away, and you don't want Dee or the other bounty hunters to help save her because they just, they seem so in
1: love with I other. love moments like that when you're, like, reading something or watching something when you realize that you have been in the perspective of the bad guy. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, shit, I was wrong this whole time. <laughs> Oh shit. Oh shit. I've dumb fucked. <laughs> oh shit, dumb peer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like the story itself is told in a very I feel like sympathetic way. Yeah, because definitely. you understand yeah, you understand D and you understand the people that he's trying to hunt down and you understand like why the vampires don't want to get hunted and you understand why human beings want to hunt the vampires. So I feel like from every direction, like all of the characters are very believable and very sympathetic. Mm -hmm.
1: It reminds me very much of like, it feels like the fall of Rome or something like that. Like you get these glimpses into this way, way more technologically advanced society that the vampires were the heads of. Like they had space travel and these huge mansions and just like all of this crazy technology that, humans today are just kind of like on the fringes of yeah you know um like all of the humans are in like this like western kind of like i don't know like 1800 not even i don't know like colonial kind of get up kind of 1800s 1800s? i don't know i don't know my my american history fashion
0: (laughs) that great um no yeah that was definitely 1800s like charlotte uh was basically a victorian era heroine i wanted to say like prairie people but 1800s, yeah they were definitely like prairie people they were too. prairie people okay <laughs> good well there are different parts of the world it wasn't just like they were all in one area they met in a prairie they were prairie people. but charlotte was dressed like like a well she was she was clearly like English upper lady. class she was an upper class yeah. human mm-hmm.
1: so anyway the The humans seem to be like on the fridges of like vampire technology and society, and I don't know, it's really cool yeah
0: it's a great it's a great world, like the universe that uh, was written for this this story This massive is, story whatever, it's massive, and it's really interesting because there are so many new things that just pop up constantly, and you don't really question. whole lot of it because Mm. it's just like oh yeah totally that makes sense
1: you're just you are thrown into the story and into the world and nothing is explained to you and it just has faith that you're gonna understand
0: yeah like for example d has a withered old man's face in his hand and it sucks up like magical energy well don't and
1: you don't don't you
0: you don't Don't. (laughs) oh oh, yeah i named mine uh charles charles (laughs) You've never met him. I'm sorry. We've never... You've never been introduced. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't show up until maybe 20 minutes into the movie. Easily, and you, yeah. Like, yeah, you've been around D for a while, and he's just been, like, this silent dude. And you're just, like, okay, so it's like... cybernetic horse. This is who this guy is. And all of a sudden, is. like, there's... Yeah, there's just this wisecracking voice just popping up, and you're like, who the fuck is that? Is that D talking to himself? And then, no, he just opens his hand, and there's a face in it, and they never explain it. Nope. I, we even looked it up on Wikipedia. There's like, no explanation. like, the origins of the face hand. Yeah, there's no explanation at all. Like, they have some clues here and there, but, like, there's no actual explanation for but this like, hand. But, like,
1: hey, don't worry about it. He's got a hand. <laughs> yeah, don't He's worry. He's got a face hand. Don't worry about it. It's Whatever. fine.
0: Whatever. There's vampires and, like, werewolves with mouths in their stomachs. And and, tummy, the tummy wolf. And, like, shadow
1: jumpers and this lady who can, like, turn into whatever she touches. But also she has, like, really great hair. (laughs) It's just, it's really, really good. And each character, their powers seem, like, really, really well thought out. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, no two characters are the
0: same. At all. Yes and that was what's so interesting about watch like for example there were several different fight scenes all with different characters so like there's the group of uh, vampire hunters that are competing with D and they all have their own special abilities and then there's this group of monsters that are trying to help the vampire and the woman get to their destination and they all have their separate powers and then like watching all of the different fights like kind of pair up different people and like how they would fight one another was really really interesting Mm
1: -hmm. yeah totally and oh it was just it was gorgeous the character design was so oh my god
0: classic a mono and like
1: i remember seeing it like hearing about it when it came out back in the day and i felt like like, when
0: you're a wee last yeah
1: exactly um and i felt like there was some kind of like barrier of entry like i hadn't seen Hmm. the 80s movie and like it didn't really like look like my style so i felt like i wouldn't get this movie but like i wouldn't have got this movie even if i had seen the original you know, like, it is so happened. bonkers. Just It's just one of those things you have to go with.
0: Well, when I was in high school, my goth friend, like, my, my more goth than me friend <laughs> was like, oh, I have this great anime movie. Let's watch it together. And I was like, all right. And then, like, I see a ton of crosses and, like, a dude on a horse. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But, like, now now watching it, I'm like, this is the dopest shit I have ever watched in my whole life. It was, it was super Every cool. Every second of it, it, was stunning.
1: Um, And Bobby Hill's voice actress... Is the like the main female lead and it's amazing. Yeah, we, watched,
0: we watched the English dub of it because it's the, actually the English dub is very it good. It was really good. Yeah. I would recommend it. So. But yeah, Bobby Hill from King of the Hill, his voice actress, uh, was the lead, the female lead's voice. And then the, one of the uh vampire hunters. Yep.
1: And then uh Faye Valentine was Charlotte. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh i love like that movie no Actually, I, we should watch it again immediately <laughs> i have a i have a friend at work who sometimes listens to takoyaki time so charlotte
0: Aww. if you can hear me you're now charlotte <laughs> is that her name yeah oh no i'm so sorry i'm gonna if i ever meet you that's exactly what i'm gonna be calling you <gasps> oh, oh you're God. going to
1: on saturday and she's gonna be so confused <gasps> really? and then she'll
0: listen to this <laughs> and she'll finally understand I'm sorry, Charlotte, in advance, and then also in the future. <laughs> oh, i <I'm> so excited. <laughs> I would uh, recommend Vampire Hunter D to literally anyone on this planet, unless you're afraid of seeing cybernetic horses get ripped to shreds.
1: Yep, this was a six out of six Takoyaki movie.
0: Mm-hmm. I would smother it in spicy mayo and gobble it up. Yep, Absolutely. What would you no give? No hesitation.
1: Going back, what would you give um, Castlevania?
0: I'd give it three takoyakis, but uh, room for more.
1: I would give it four takoyakis because it's not quite a full order, but we got four episodes, and that's better than none.
0: That's pretty good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to keep up with this rating system of yeah, ours because yeah, we do definitely. it sometimes, not all the time. I, I promise we'll get better. I promise too. It's a deal. <laughs> uh, what else? can you think of anything else that was really cool about Vampire Hunter D that you want to talk about? Because oh, they're like the relationships between characters are really cool. Like there was a lot of genuine like feeling between people rather than just like oh, it's a badass movie where people like kill each other. Ugh. There was I, actually like feeling behind the deaths. And- I loved the romance of
1: the vampire and Charlotte. So much mm-hmm. Meyer. I think his name was Meyer, right?
0: Yes, his name yeah. was Meyer. He was Meyer because I always thought that they were talking about the lemon whenever <laughs> they said his name.
1: Um, yeah, I loved Meyer and Charlotte so much, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like the the relationship between the bounty hunters. Wait, we need to
0: talk about Gage, Kyle. Oh, you mean um? Oh God, you mean Grant? What's his name? Gage, not Gage. Gavin Gravel.
1: Javelin, Javelin? Jam. <laughs> Grove. Grove. <laughs> I knew it started with that sound and was an actual word in the world.
0: I just wanted you to keep going. That was really good. Grove. Yes, so all of the vampire hunters in the little group that's competing with d they're all really interesting. I like them all a lot. Uh, the best one by far, he is this sickly man named Grove. And his power is that he can astro-project himself... And burst laser beams out of him and destroy everything. He just
1: like, he he shoots soul beams. Just like beams directly from his soul and just like fucking destroys everything. And he does it with like this super serene smile on his face.
0: That's the best part is he looks so creepy when he does it. It's
1: amazing. But like doing this, like, I think it like eats away at his life force. So he's bedridden back in their little like vampire hunting van. Their mystery mobile. (laughs)
0: yeah he's easily the most powerful of them all but in his physical form he's completely helpless and like he basically cannot even like sit up he's so good uh like the first one of them that dies i'm not gonna spoil who but uh one of the characters is so like the like the lead dude when he sees that one of his men has died like one of his good friends he actually like starts to cry and it's like You don't see that a whole lot, especially with, like, manly dudes in shows. It was, like, it was a pretty powerful death. Yeah. And you get this sense... You hadn't even gotten to know this character Mm. for very long, and you actually really felt, like, the sorrow of the other characters at his departure. Yeah.
1: Like, they were all, like, very, very attached to one another. They were a family. Like, they were a family unit, and we didn't need to see too much because they were so good at conveying the emotions. Like, we didn't... We just needed to see their emotions. Is yeah, it?
0: like, for, for example, like, we haven't watched it yet, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, but the movie X, which is based on the Clamp series. I haven't, No. Yeah, well, uh, spoiler alert: everybody in that movie dies. <laughs> I I know I've told you this before, but like you don't know them very well, and they all kind of just die in separate battles. Yeah. So you don't really have much of a sense of any of these people, or care about them or their relationships at all. Whereas in this story, when everyone dies, it actually like feels like a loss. I
1: cared about every single one of them, even the bad I guys.
0: I felt I cared about Kyle. I was really sad no, when Kyle fucking died.
1: Kyle. <laughs> He was such a Kyle, and Kyle also, <laughs> of all of the characters, he had the most revealing outfit, he which did. I thought was pretty cool.
0: He had the skimpiest little, like he he, he had to have been taping it onto his chest. Oh yeah,
1: one hundred percent. There was fashion tape included. Um, he- <laughs> cosplay tip oh. number two of the night: fashion <laughs> tape is your friend.
0: Yes, lots and lots of fashion tape yep. for sure, yeah, especially if you're cosplaying Kyle. From Vampire Hunter <laughs> D. Bloodlust. Oh my god.
1: His his costume, if you haven't seen it, and you have seen My Hero Academia, is very, very similar to Yayorozu's. Yeah,
0: it is a lot like hers.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love Kyle. I miss oh, and he had that fucking rat tail, too.
0: <laughs> that was the only thing I didn't like about Ginger
1: Kyle. rat tail.
0: I loved it. I
1: loved every <laughs> bit of it.
0: So, yeah. Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust. Yep. Uh, Halloween classic. An everyday classic. Pick it up at your local uh, occult store. Everyone should see it. It's so good. It's a beautiful, it's one of the most beautifully animated movies I've ever seen. It's completely one of my favorites
1: now. Also, at the end, like, when the characters are being tricked, there were times when I was also feeling tricked. Mm -hmm. You know? I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to spoil it, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, very immersive. Good storytelling. Mm.
0: Yeah, I remember uh early on in the movie, I was like, Oh, wait until you get to the final boss. It's the best. It's the coolest final boss ever, and you're like, Oh, is this the final boss? Is that the final yeah. boss? I'm like, No. You'll, You'll know, know it when you see it. You didn't, but <laughs> at the same time though, looking back, you have to be like, Yeah, that's the final boss. Yeah, yeah, totally. So Well, it's because
1: I was tricked. I was I was sucked in <laughs> Yes, you were being story. tricked. That that yeah. was it.
0: I was totally being you tricked. You believed it. Believe it! I had a hand up. <laughs> Believe it! <laughs> so that's uh, that's our in-depth uh, review of Empire Hunter D. Bloodlust, which we both gave six takoyakis to. I would also give it a bowl of katsudon. Oh, Kate, and... you're making me hungry. Don't do this to me, man. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, keep talking about food. I like it.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, actually, uh, let's talk instead about food. Uh, instead of food... And let's talk about, about food. Let's talk about dressing up in costumes on a very spooky night in October. That
1: sounds really good. I love that Halloween has become like cosplay central.
0: <laughs> you know, I feel like half of why Halloween has had this massive like resurgence Mm -hmm. i feel like back in the day after you were a kid like halloween was just the time that you'd like hang out with some friends drink some beer and hand out candy yeah but nowadays i feel like our generation has just been like nope halloween 2017 keep going yeah fighting the good fight absolutely every year so like i don't know about uh people in general but you me and our entire friend group puts a ton of effort into their costumes every year
1: we go hard for halloween
0: hard and i don't like anyone who doesn't yeah
1: absolutely
0: i was talking to a guy online once and i was saying like oh i can't wait for halloween i've got a lot of costumes lined up and he was like oh i don't really do halloween and i was like all right bye bye forever bye it just doesn't make any sense red flag yeah instant red flag i mean if you don't care i don't care yeah
1: like you're you're obviously you're not gonna hit it off that's not gonna work
0: no i need you to care about my costume i need you to care about my uh, costume.
1: costumes multiple all of your many all costumes, costumes. Yes. So you need to
0: care about all of my costumes <laughs> all of my many many <laughs> costumes that i have a google doc for
1: uh i just remember like a few years ago i was at a halloween party and it was really hot inside so i was out on the balcony drinking a beer and these guys, like this group of like bros walks by. It was like 12 of them and they were dressed as Globo Jim from Dodgeball. Do you remember that movie? I haven't seen Dodgeball before but I can understand. Oh my god. So they all they were in this uniform and I pointed down at them and I just yelled Globo Jim and they did the chant. It's like they like hiss like snakes because that's their <laughs> that's their mascot in unison and it was amazing and i was just that's like phenomenal. like
0: that's that's what halloween is even bro's in on it man yep. everyone's in on halloween you gotta get with the flow bro
1: get with the flow bro so cosplay tips, tips for your yes. halloween costumes
0: from a couple people who've been around the block a few times so
1: many costumes what, what do you got so, for tips
0: uh, well, my first tip is definitely safety pins. Yes. You can never have too many safety pins. Keep a pocketful of safety pins wherever you go because they're going to come in handy. For example, I went to King Richard's Fair and uh I had made a cape and I'd worn it the year before and then the next year I kind of like trimmed off the little edges because it was I didn't hem it well and I trimmed it so hard that there was a big hole in the sleeve in the shoulder. It would have been fine. It would have been fine if I'd had a safety pin on me. Which I did, but we locked them in the car. Uh-oh, and there's no re-entry there, which is so strange to me. I know.
1: My tip is, hey, King Richard's Fair, like maybe a allow re-entry? What's up with that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> good tip. That's a good tip.
1: No, my actual first tip is you are going to be warmer than you expect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, whatever costume you wear, whether you're cosplaying at a con, or it's for Halloween, or whatever, you are going to be warmer than you think you are.
0: Always. Yeah. Yes. It's going to get very hot very quickly. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. That's all. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, right, it. that's it. That's <laughs> it. My other idea, because it is Halloween and not like a convention where you're going for show and not for tell, uh, I would recommend doing something simple rather than something very complex, because if you're going to, for example, a party. You don't want to be bumping into everyone with your enormous anime wings or your Mm. big
1: old sword. It's very true, which is exactly why I didn't wear my antlers last weekend with my costume. Yeah, you
0: specifically didn't wear them because there was a lot of stuff hanging from the ceiling and also a lot of candles. Yeah. And that could have been a disaster. Exactly.
1: I wore them last year and I was afraid that I was just going to light on fire or like bring down the roof. So this year, no antlers.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely try and keep it, like, close to the body so you're not, like, bumping into people who have drinks or you're not, like, falling into people when you're very, very drunk yeah. and breaking everything. So, because it is a party holiday, it's safer to go simple.
1: Also, like, for Halloween, if you're wearing a costume that's a cosplay, do something that, like, maybe people will get in, like, one or two words. Yes. You don't want to spend the whole night explaining (laughs) what you are.
0: That will bum you out so (laughs) fast. It super
1: bums you out. Like, if you go to a convention, like, if people don't recognize you, it's going to be like, okay, whatever. You just walk, walk, walk until that one person who does see you you, and they recognize you and then, like, you're soul sisters. Halloween (laughs) party, everyone's going to be like, oh, what are you? And then, like, you have to have this whole conversation of what you are but, like, in reality... Over, over again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, maybe, like, the, the audience is different at a convention
0: and a Halloween party. Yes. I think that is an excellent piece of advice, personally. Thank you. Because I, I definitely had to explain to a lot of people, not a lot of people, but a few people, like, oh, I'm this very niche character from this very niche show. Right, right. And I'm sure you've watched, but you might not remember the host segments that he was in. Right. So, keep it simple and easy to understand. hmm That's a good piece of advice. Uh, I have a very (laughs) unimportant piece of advice. You don't have to follow it. It's just something that I follow a lot because I don't like wigs. Uh. I like to cosplay characters that have hair that is similar to mine, which is easy because I have fairly anime-ish hair. (laughs) So, like bangs, like brown hair with bangs and like choppy layers. There's a lot of characters that have hairstyles like that. So, I don't like wigs at all. They make me itchy. They make me sweaty. I don't like having to try and, like, push them back all the time. So, I don't know. It, like, it, it depends on your level of comfort with a wig. That's just a, a little Dude, tip.
1: I totally agree. I will wear a wig to a convention because, you know, no pain, no gain. Pain is beauty. Exactly. That whole spiel. But, like, for <laughs> Halloween, I, like... Whenever somebody asks me if I'm doing like a really elaborate cosplay for Halloween, it's like hell no. I want to be comfortable. Mm. I want to have a good time. It's a holiday, you know. Absolutely. Like I think honestly, like that's my most important piece of advice. Is like it's a holiday. We're there to have fun. No one is like judging your cosplay or like asking to take pictures specifically of your cosplay. They're gonna want to take pictures because they're hanging out with you and you're like having a good time, you know. So like. Don't don't stress yes. about it.
0: Yeah, just have fun. Be cool. Like do something that you enjoy, but also try and be safe and comfortable. Yeah. That's basically what it all boils down to. There wow.
1: we just solved every Halloween problem ever.
0: <laughs> we solved Halloween costumes. <laughs>
1: You're welcome everyone.
0: <laughs> oh, my other piece, I have one more piece of advice that I just thought of. Mm-hmm. Try to experiment with makeup. Do some new yes, stuff. Yes, absolutely. So fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially on Halloween because everyone's doing something kooky. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. There's a lot that you can do with makeup. You can like totally mm-hmm. change your face. It's
0: amazing. Yeah. Go pick up some Nick stuff because it's super cheap but also pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then just go to town. Um, I thought of a fun closing segment. Okay.
1: If somebody was to cosplay you, Kate, what would they wear?
0: Oh my God. That's a great segment. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Mm. So if you want the Kate starter pack, if you want to do like a basic Kate costume, you're going to need a pair of Levi's jeans. You're going to need a long sleeve black turtleneck. You're going to need a pair of uh ankle boots, black ankle boots, preferably Beetle style. Uh you're going to need very good smoky eye makeup <laughs> and if you don't have it, uh a wig of brown hair with bangs. Nice. What about you? Okay,
1: my cosplay would be start with uh, high-top chucks. Step mm-hmm. two, black jeans. Step mm-hmm. three, a uh, band t-shirt, preferably something alt-folk or like an anime shirt or something. Throw a plaid button down over that. Or, or a denim jacket with a lot of patches on or it. Or a denim jacket with a lot of patches on it. Either one works. Yep. Um. And then you want to do a winged eyeliner. Yes, and uh, I currently have blue hair. Going back to natural hair, probably brown after that. If you wanted to get that brown wig going, um,
0: but- yeah, but the like the blue look because it's in our logo right yeah, now. That's yeah. kind of like your your it's like of original signature. costume. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I'd go blue go, if I were you. I think go blue. People
1: will know what's up. I'll know. I'll see exactly. you. I'll see you, and I'll like tip my hat at you.
0: And it'll be, yeah. it'll be really beautiful. <laughs> Y'all, someone cosplay us and then send us pictures because I would actually- die. I would
1: fucking cry. <laughs> I would
0: sob all week.
1: Ugh. Oh, Goddamn. I'm going to miss my blue hair, but shit's expensive. Yeah, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of money. That is, those are both the things that are making me go back to brown. Yeah.
0: I mean, it looks wicked cool. Not going to lie. Thank you. I'm sorry it's leaving. What are you going to do? She'll be back one day. I'll, I'll love you no matter what. Thank you, Kate. That means a lot. <laughs> even if your hair is brown. Even if
1: my hair is brown.
0: I mean, you you love me even though my hair is brown, Of course right? I
1: do. I couldn't picture you with hair that wasn't brown.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I really like this color. That suits you. Thanks. <laughs>
1: So I think that we've given some people some really good Halloween advice, even though this is, well, this being posted on Halloween. So if you listen to this before you go to your Halloween party, you're, like, totally set. You have your Kate and Brie costume lined up. You're good to go.
0: I mean, if you're like anyone that I know, you've waited until the last day to get anything put together anyway. (laughs) It's fine. That's so
1: True. I mean, I know way ahead of time what I want to do, but I'm not going to do it until, like, the day of.
0: You didn't buy your your jumpsuit until, like, last week. I didn't have money until last week. That's fair. That's really fair. (laughs) My sister was actually freaking out last night. She was trying to put together her, like, first slutty Halloween costume. She's... She's so good at coming up with, like, funny, like, cute costume ideas, like, one year she was a pumpkin, and one year she was a sheep, and I think one year she was a strawberry, and they're all really great and cute, but she wants to do something trashy and slutty, and she's very bad at coming up with ideas. She was like, what if I was Marlon Brando?
1: Um, what are you talking about? Marlon Brando was super slutty. Yeah,
0: but he's a little light on the tits department.
1: Um, just because he was a dude... If you were Lady Marlon Brando, and that train car yeah, called that... Desire Wife Beater, girl, Kate, you need to, See, like, that... broaden your horizons.
0: No, that breaks one of your rules, though, because she'd have to spend the whole night explaining who she was.
1: I don't give a shit. That's a good costume.
0: There she are always exceptions to ideas. the
1: rules. There are
0: always exceptions. She just want. she was trying to go for something trashy yep. for the first time, and that wasn't quite trashy. It was just cool. She should
1: have uh she should be a mouse, like Karen from Mean Girls.
0: <laughs> That's a good idea. And so just
1: like a, a black um slip and mouse ears and then she go, <laughs> I'm a mouse. Duh. But like actually she's Karen.
0: Yeah, that's also a good costume idea. Hey, anyone, that's a great costume idea if you want to take it. It's
1: all yours. I'm really good at costume <laughs> ideas. Hit me up. So
0: we've, see, we're even giving you some ideas. We've got Marlon Brando. We've got Karen from Mean Girls. We've got Vampire Hunter D. Someone dress up as Vampire Hunter D, please. Oh, my God. I need to go look at cosplays right now. <laughs> that's a good... I am going to do the same thing. But maybe we should close up. Yeah, the we should probably
1: first. shut this baby down. Um,
0: you can, <laughs> Before we get lost into a vortex. You can find us at <laughs> takoyaki
1: underscore time on Twitter or email us at takoyaki time at gmail.com.
0: And you can find me at Kate Brezzi on both Twitter and Instagram. And
1: I really need to sync mine up, but you can find me on Twitter at Bree Scally or Instagram at Honey Bree. Don't you dare change Honey Bree. No, I think I would have to change Bree Scally
0: to Honey Bree. <laughs> uh, and please, 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 please leave us a review on iTunes. And Thank you for
1: everyone who has left us a review. It just brings me so much joy.
0: Makes my bless heart your hearts bless your souls. Oh, I love it. I give you I all you. sweet, sweet kisses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go read some right now. Give myself a little smiley. Yeah, Wally.
1: get get a little. Get a little
0: ego boost before bed.
1: Kate. <laughs> yes. What is the second rule of takoyaki time?
0: Uh, it's always finish your takoyaki. Then what's the first rule? Always order takoyaki.